Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Gem. I'm Gem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, love, and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. Hi, and welcome back to Grounding with Gem. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you've had a great week so far. Mine has been jam-packed full of socializing, and there's only more socializing to come because I have my social event tomorrow night, which is an event for female business owners in South Wales. If you're based in South Wales, I will drop the link below. The next one is in March because they are bi-monthly. There's only 10 spaces. Then I have my sacred circle on Saturday. And if you missed out on this month's sacred circle, February's now on sale. There's only four tickets left. I cannot believe it. Six tickets went in one day. They are going like hotcakes. So if you want to come and join me, definitely click the link below in the show notes, bag your ticket while you can. And also I've been putting the finishing touches together for my feminine energy course, which I am so excited to launch in just a few weeks. If you want to be the first to get in there, to bag your space. There's only eight spaces. It's going to be very potent, very high vibe, really fun, intimate, and I cannot wait to walk these ladies through their own feminine energy transformation. And if you really feel inspired to learn more about surrendering, about trust in your timeline, about working with goddesses, learning about the feminine archetypes, then join the waitlist below. You can save £100 on the course, which is crazy. But this discount is exclusively for my newsletter subscribers. So don't wait around. Definitely hop on that link, enter your email, and then you'll be the first to know when the course is open for enrollment. It is online. So no matter where you are in the world, you can come and join me, which I'm really excited about because I do a lot of in-person events, so to be doing some more online events is going to be incredible. And earlier this week, I went to a yoga breakfast brunch with the lovely Katie from New Yoga in Barry. I would so recommend going. It's such a lovely way to spend your Saturday or your Sunday morning doing an hour of yoga, meeting some like-minded ladies, having a bit of breakfast and a chat afterwards. And I was speaking to someone and we got talking about building self-trust. And the day before, I literally had the same conversation with a former client because I do keep in touch with some of my clients that I've previously worked with. We're now friends and we were having a catch up and she was asking about setting boundaries and feeling confident within yourself. So I thought, well, I've already had two conversations this week about 
building self-trust. And what a wonderful idea for a podcast topic because so many of us, I'm sure, have been in situations in life where we have been filled with doubt. We've let go of our sense of self-trust in order to people please or to not come across as being quote-unquote difficult. But I am here to tell you that self-trust impacts so many areas of your life. It's like self-love. It's a foundation of everything else that you build upon it. The life that you build, the life you manifest is a result of the trust and the love you have for yourself. And cultivating a sense of self-trust is so, so important. And it's something I will always encourage clients and friends and family to do because when you know what you want in life, when you know what you're available for, everything else falls into place as a result. It's like a domino effect. And trusting yourself really does mean staying true to who you are. It means communicating your desires, your thoughts, your feelings in this authentic way. And as a result, it can help you to create really genuine, strong relationships with others. And as these relationships grow and as you begin to become more attuned to trust in yourself and really growing your sense of self-respect, I would love for you to think of someone you know who is so sure of themselves not in an arrogant way, but they're very self-assured. They know what they desire in life. They know where they're going. They know what they stand for, what they are emotionally, physically, energetically available and unavailable for. And I bet when you think about them, you think, I don't want to mess that person around. I really respect them. I see how much they value themselves, how much they know their own worth at their core. And truly, all of this comes back to them showing up in the world as their most authentic selves. They have boundaries that reflect their self-worth. They're not going to work in a job where they feel like they're overworked and underpaid. They're not going to stay in a relationship where the respect and their time isn't reciprocated. They're not going to have friends that constantly take and never go out of their way to help them back or support them back because they know their worth. They know what they are manifesting, what they're calling in. Also, they know the power of the people that they surround themselves with. I really do believe that you are the result of the people you you spend the most time with, you start to absorb their mindset, their beliefs, they show you what's possible as well. So really take some time today or this week to get to know yourself, to understand yourself. Think about what makes you light up inside, what is authentic to you. Take that time to reflect on your values, your strengths, where do you want to grow And you can do this by journaling, by meditation, by getting curious about the thoughts and feelings that come up and how it feels in your body when you're making a decision that doesn't really feel aligned or authentic to you. Because when you trust yourself, you make decisions with greater confidence. And this might mean taking some time to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes and tap into that inner wisdom, that inner guidance that you have, which is your inner compass. And 
this might sound a bit abstract, but we all have moral values and a system of beliefs in place that we build our decision making around. And when you really do allow yourself to be guided towards what feels the most aligned to you, to your desires, to your values, I feel like you do become more open to the flow of life as well. You become a lot more decisive because you know what you want. And as I always say, the decisions you make, they are taking you closer to the life of your dreams or dragging you further away from what you really do desire. And if you are someone who struggles to feel confident making decisions and trusting themselves that they are are worthy and capable of making the right decisions for them, I would ask, can you find a way to start small? If you are used to always consulting someone, asking their opinion, basically it's a form of giving your power away, always asking for somebody else's approval before you do something. And I think a lot of it is probably tied into this good girl trait that a lot of us have baked into us. Can you make a promise to yourself that you're going to go shopping or you are going to go to a restaurant and order something new or buy something new without sending a picture to someone, without asking the other person, what do you think? And allowing your judgment to be based off their opinions. These really small steps are incredible for building self-trust within yourself because you'll feel a sense of satisfaction that you chose that thing and you'll feel proud and there's definitely been times in my life where I've done things and I've thought should I ask someone but I've known that if I ask them they might try and talk me out of it when my heart and my intuition and my inner compass is pulling me like a magnet to do something And I feel like I trust myself enough to listen to that intuition and to really be guided by it and to make that decision. And by taking these really small baby steps, they are going to compound over time to help you to create a belief that you are confident at making decisions. And I'd really love for you to treat commitments to yourself as seriously as you treat these commitments to other people. So much of the time we honor everyone else's commitments with so much grace and with love. But then when it comes to ourselves, we think, oh, no, I shouldn't do that. Oh, it's selfish. Or, oh, maybe I should just put that on the back burner for now. But when you set a goal or you set the intention to manifest something, or you make a promise with yourself, really do your best to follow through. Because consistently honoring those choices and meeting those expectations, they will help you to really build a sense of self-trust. And I think a limiting belief that comes up for a lot of people when they just start out on this journey, let's call it, of trusting themselves more is what if I make a mistake? What if I mess this up? What if I feel silly or stupid? But I really do believe that when you love yourself unconditionally, you will see these so-called mistakes as opportunities for growth. And I touched on this last week, but I'm such an advocate for creating a growth mindset and looking for the lessons in things and taking time to reflect and look for the learnings in situations rather than 
judging yourself, being harsh on yourself, speaking to yourself critically, then using these insights to make more informed, better choices in the future. We are humans. We are here having a human experience. We are here to learn, to grow, to evolve. And I'm sure there would have been times in your life where you made a decision. Maybe it was to go on holiday on your own. Maybe it was to even go to an event on your own, to move country, whatever it was. And it probably felt terrifying at the time. But your desire to do the thing overrode the desire to stay in your comfort zone, to listen to that ego and to the fearful voice. And once you keep doing this, like I said, you're going to develop this sense of self-trust, knowing that the next time it can be better, it will be better. And you can always ask for constructive feedback from people to help you to grow, to help you to expand your sense of self-awareness. And this really does help to develop that sense of self-trust. I think working with a mentor or a coach or having a really kind, gentle friend can be so beneficial during this time when maybe all of the evidence around you says, hang on, I can't trust myself. Or you've got someone who you are always going to for approval maybe even subconsciously. And then working with someone or having someone who is aware of this and can call it out and can help to guide you and support you during the process is invaluable because they are an outsider and they are seeing things from their perspective because our external reality is all about how we perceive it. We can each perceive things in different ways. It's all a projection. So having somebody there who can say to you, hang on, you don't have to do this anymore. Or did you make that decision yourself last week? And how did it feel? And helping you to grow your confidence, that is going to do wonders for helping you to transform your sense of self-trust and self-belief. And as a coach, I've really witnessed this firsthand. I once had a client who was in quite an unhealthy relationship and she had got to the point where she would consult her boyfriend with every small thing she did, even wearing lipstick. He didn't like lipstick and going to certain events or cafes. And she started to develop this sense of awareness that, hang on, I feel like I'm losing myself here. So we started small. We did baby steps. So it was go to your favorite cafe and wear your favorite red lipstick for the day. And even something this seemingly small can have huge transformational effects because it's a sign that you are trusting yourself, that you're coming back into your values, you're listening to your own intuition and you're honoring what is really in your heart. And especially when you are making these decisions from an empowered place, I find that it helps to reduce the anxiety and the stress around decision-making because when you have self-trust, This helps you to navigate through the challenges that arise in life with a lot more ease and flow. Because when you have this innate belief that I am able to 
handle these tough situations and decisions. Your stress levels, rather than constantly peaking and having an activated nervous system, you start to come back into your own body. You become more resilient. You become more empowered. And you learn to quieten down that voice that is constantly questioning and interrogating you, which the side effect of that is that you feel less stressed, you've got more energy to do the things you love because you're not leaking energy, worrying about things. I've said this before, but I remember once reading a quote and it said that depression is caused by ruminating on the past and anxiety is caused by ruminating on the future. And that's something I think about a lot when I find certain emotions rising within my body. Hang on, why am I feeling anxious? Oh, it's a story I'm making up about something in the future. Or why am I feeling a bit flat? Oh, because I'm ruminating on a story about something that happened in the past. And it might sound a little bit vague, but I really do think when we have that awareness of our emotions and how they're showing up in our body, we see as well how they are impacting our decisions that we are making. So it's really important to treat yourself kindly when you are going through quite challenging, tough times and to remember that even if you make a mistake, even if it doesn't go the way you planned, it's okay. You will still get up tomorrow and have another chance to try again. And that is the essence of self-compassion, of creating a growth mindset, realizing that nothing ventured means nothing gained. So why not go after the life you really want rather than staying in this rut and being with the person you don't want to be with or feeling like you're stuck in the job that is draining your energy and asking the universe to co-create with you as well. I am such a big believer in manifestation, obviously, and even calling on angels to show me what to do next. And this might sound a bit woo. So if that feels like a little bit out there for you, I would encourage you to get clear on what it is you want to live in your life, how you want to feel, the kind of people you want to surround yourself with, and then start to do an inventory and ask yourself, is this getting me closer to the life of my dreams or am I chasing my tail constantly going around in a cycle and feeling stuck in this loop of blaming and complaining? Because once you can learn to break this cycle and replace this self-criticism with a more compassionate, loving, optimistic tone of voice, this is going to help you to create more of a positive sense of self and to develop that self-trust that is the foundation, like I said at the beginning of the episode, of all of your desires and manifestations. And whilst I understand that you may have someone in your life who is very important to you that may not agree with the decisions you're making. I truly believe that it is really helpful to know why you are doing what you are doing or why you are manifesting the thing so that your energy does not become wobbly or squishy and you allow yourself to be talked out of your desires by other people. And it's totally okay if someone isn't on the same page, but that doesn't mean you can't still go after your dreams. And If this does feel overwhelming to you, remember to start small, as I said earlier. Choose something manageable that you can get your energy behind and your belief behind. And notice how you feel after you've made that decision. If you would love my support with 
developing your sense of self-trust and self-belief, please do get in touch. I'm now taking on one-to-one clients for my five-month one-to-one high-level transformational coaching. And I have found from previous clients I've worked with, we were doing three months, but actually they were loving having a little bit more time to integrate, to embody. So we would naturally switch in sessions to be bi-weekly. And I noticed that this really did help them to integrate more, to have more learnings in between the sessions. So by having this five-month block, you are really going to go through a lot during this time. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to have a lot of exercises to do in your own time, lots of meditations, lots of journaling prompts, lots of NLP techniques to try out in your own time. And you will not be the same person at the end of the five months. I know that and I can hand on heart say that because of the experiences I've had with my previous clients and the testimonials they have given me as well. So if you're ready to make yourself a priority to develop this unshakable sense of self-belief, to reconnect with your feminine energy, to do the shadow work, and shadow work is so underrated, oh my gosh, then get in touch below. I have very, very limited spaces for one-to-one coaching because I love to give a lot to my clients. And with that said, I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time.